Shalom to all. Today's office of Amistav Kuf Yud Gimel. We are starting the top line, the third to last word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basav, Yaakov, Misha, Her Nisham, Shadav, and Aliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Mars, Freydech, Ayabela, Basav, Yitzchak, Tzvi, Her Nisham, Shadav, and Aliyah. And the Gemara continues talking about differences between a Ketano and a Chereshes. The Gemara asks, Why is it that when a Ketano gets married off by her mother or brother to a Kain, she's allowed to eat Truma? And a Chereshes, when she gets married, she's not allowed to eat Truma. When a Chereshes gets married off by her father, she gets divorced with a get. That a Ketana Bas Yisrael that gets married off to a Kain, she's allowed to eat Truma. A Chereshes is not allowed to eat Truma. Why is that? The Gemara answers, Perhaps a Chereshes is going to end up giving a Chereshes Truma, and that's not okay. The Gemara asks, why not? Let a Chereshes eat Truma from her husband who's a Chereshes. This is just like a Katan who's eating Nevela. If a Katan is eating Nevela meat, we don't have to stop him from eating it. Same thing if a Chereshes is eating Truma from her husband who's a Chereshes. We don't have to stop her from eating it. The Gemara says, no, perhaps a Cherish is going to be married to a Pikachas is going to give her Truma, and that's a problem. The Gemara asks, let a Cherish who's married to a Pikachas give her Truma, she's allowed at least to eat Truma de Rabbanon. The Gemara says, no, he might end up giving her Truma de Raisa. So the Gemara continues asking, why is it when a Ketana gets married, she does get a Ksuba, whereas a Cherish that gets married does not get a Ksuba? Both of their marriages are de Rabbanon. The Gemara answers, the Imkain, if we're going to say that Cherish deserves a Ksuba, People are going to withhold from marrying her. A katana will eventually become a bardas, but a chereshes won't ever become a bardas. And if she gets a ksuba, people just won't marry her in the first place. So now the Gemara just clarifies: the katana and all of How do we know that a katana who gets married does deserve a ksuba? Then now we have a mishnah: Hama enes vashniyav aylanis. A katana that does mion or someone who's a shniyal arayas or an aylanis ain't ksuba. They do not deserve a ksuba. Aval yaitz beget uktana yesh ksuba. If a woman is being divorced with a get or a katana, they do get a ksuba. So that's our source that a katana does get a ksuba. The chereshes b'nan does ksuba. How do we know that a chereshes does not get a ksuba? If a man who's a cherish or shaita married a pikachas, even though this cherish or this shaita got better and they became normal people, they don't have to give anything to their wives. But if they want to remain married to them, then they deserve a ksuba. If a pikach, a regular man, marries a cherish or a shaita, even if he writes for her that he's going to give her a hundred mana, which is 50 times a normal ksuba. A normal ksuba is two mana, and he's writing to her that he's going to give her a hundred mana. That's a valid ksuba and he has to pay her. Why is that? That's because he wants to damage his own property. He wants to give her money. That's his choice. He could do that. And we infer from there a time of the Ratzah. The reason why he has to give her this crazy ksuba is because he decided that he wanted to give it to her. But if he doesn't want to give her ksuba, he doesn't have to give her ksuba. And why is it that Hiresha doesn't get ksuba? Because if we say that he has to give her ksuba, then people are going to withhold themselves and they're not going to marry Hiresha in the first place. The Gemara says, if that's really so, when a Pikachas marries a Hiresh, we should say that she deserves a ksuba, because if we're going to say that this pikachas who's marrying a cherish doesn't get a ksuba, she's going to withhold herself and she's not going to marry this cherish, and this cherish is not going to find anyone to marry. Gemara says that's not true. More than a man wants to get married, a woman wants to get married. And since a woman really wants to get married, even though she's a pikachas and he's a cherish, she's willing to marry him without a ksuba. And we have a story. There was a cherish that lived in the neighborhood of Rav Malkyay. In Sebe Itza, Rav Malkyay married this cherish off to a woman. Because of law, and Rav Malkyay wrote a ksuba for this woman of 400 zuz from the nechasm of this cherish. And Omar Rav, Rav said, Man chakim Rav Malkyay, who's wise like Rav Malkyay is? The Gavar Rabahu, he's such a great man. And now Rav explains why Rav Malkyay is so smart, because if we realize that this cherish wanted a shivcha to serve him, so wouldn't we use his money to buy him a shivcha? So over here for sure, Rav Malkyay did was better than that, because we have double over here. Rav Malkyay got him married off, and there's two benefits to that. First of all, he has someone to serve him. Second of all, he's married. It's not just a shivcha, 
It's much better than a shevcha. So of course, if Malka was allowed to use the money of his cherish to get him married off. Are we continue talking about the marriage of a cherish, which is only the rabbanon? If a person lives with a wife of a cherish, she's a married woman, and he lives with her, he's not chayv in Ashem Tali. The Gemara suggests, let's say the following is a raya for this. There's five people that are now to take off truma. And if they took off truma, it's not valid at all. It's just treated like regular chulin. These are the following people. Cheresh, Shreita, the Katan, Someone takes truma off of something which is not his. Reuven goes into Shimon's property, and he takes truma off of Shimon's stuff. And in Nanju, they took truma off of a Yisrael's produce. Even though Yisrael told him he's allowed to, ain't truma said truma. In all these situations, truma is not truma. So we see from here that when a cherish does something, it's not valid whatsoever, not even a kihuzeh. So it must be that this Mishnah is a raya for our memra that if a person lives with the wife of a cherish, she's not chayvin Hashem Toli, it must be that she's not married a kihuzeh. It's not considered like she's married at all. So Gemara says, no, that's not a raya. Who the Amar Kabbalazar? Shmuel holds like Rabbalazar. The time you have a brayso, Rabbi Yitzchak, I'm Rishim Rabbalazar. Rabbi Yitzchak says the name Rabbalazar. Truma's cherish loy teitzel chulin. That the truma of a cherish does not become regular chulin. Maybe they should because it's actually a suffix whether or not it's valid truma. So that means a Shmuel holds when a cherish does something, it does have some sort of validity to it. The Gemara asks Isvir Kabbalazar. So if you're going to tell me that Shmuel holds like Rabbalazar, Hashem Tali nami lechayv. So then a person who lives with the wife of a cherish should be chayv in Hashem Tali because once chayv to bring in Hashem Tali in the case of suffix being Ivan Avera, therefore one who's bail the wife of a cherish b'shagig should bring this carbon because she might be married to her husband. As we just said, Shmuel holds like Rebbe Lazar. So Gemara says, no, but in a chaticha, mishtei chatichais, Rebbe Lazar holds an ortim mechayv in Ashem Tali, we have to have one piece from two pieces. Namely, in Ashem Tali is only brought in a situation where there was one of two possibilities and we're besuffic which one the person went with. For example, he came home, he was by a woman there, obviously thinking it was his wife, but in the morning he woke up and found two women there, his wife and someone else's, and he had no idea who he was by. Or he opened up his fridge, saw two pieces of meat, ate one, and then it turns out that one of them was chalev. He doesn't know which one he ate. That's chaticha achas mishnei chatichais. But over here, with the wife of the Cheresh, the suffix is built into one entity. Is she or is she not married Midaraisa? In such a case, there would be no Hashem Tali according to Rebbe Lazar. Umar says, Really? Umi by Rebbe Lazar, Chaticha Mishtei Chatichas? Does Rebbe Lazar really require Chaticha Mishtei Chatichas? Vatan, you have a brazer. Rebbe Lazar, I'm Rebbe Lazar, says, Kai or Kvi, there's two different ways of pronouncing it, Chayavan al by Hashem Tali. If the person eats the Chayav of a Kvi, he would be Chayavan Hashem Tali. Now, Kvi is an animal which is a suffix behema, suffix Chayav. If it's a behema, so it's Chayav is Asr to eat. If it's a Chayav, so then it's Chayav is Mutter to eat. So we see that even though we're dealing with something that's not Chaticha Achas the suffix is built into this one piece. Still, Rebbe Lazar is mechayv in Hashem Tali. So Gemara says, "You're right." Shmuel saw Rebbe Lazar b'chada, upalagalei b'chada. Shmuel holds like Rebbe Lazar in one of his shitas, but he disagrees with him in a different shita. Now, Vegadamri, some say that this is how the memory is. Amr of Chiyabar Ashi, Amr Shmuel, Eishes Cheresh Chayavan Olah Hashem Tali. If a person accidentally lives with the wife of a Cheresh, he is chayv to bring Hashem Tali. The Gemara asks, "May say we have a steer? We have a mission that says Chamisha Loi Tramu. The five people aren't allowed to take of Truma. One of those is a Cheresh, and even if he does take of Truma, it's not valid at all. So we see there isn't even a suffix b'chal." Gemara says, "No, several Rebbe Lazar." He holds like Rebbe Lazar. But now by Rabashi, Rabashi asks the following question. My time is Rebbe Lazar. What's Rebbe Lazar's shita? What's his reasoning? Mifshib shita lay the cheresh daita kalishtahu. Is that 100% clear to Rebbe Lazar that a cheresh, his das is kalish. He has a weak mind, which means he has limited mental capacity. He has some sort of mental capacity, but it's limited. When we misapkalay, the whole suffix Rebbe Lazar has is e silusa. Does he have clear das? Meaning, even though he's limited, whatever he does put his mind to is done with 100% clarity and das. Or he doesn't have clear das. But he always has one das. In other words, that means that a cherish according to Rebbe Lazar is considered to have one standard, unchanging mindset and das. I don't know, perhaps, it's obvious to Rebbe Lazar, he has a weak mind, and he doesn't even have one bit of clarity in his das. And time over here, the reason why a cherish is allowed to get married is sometimes a cherish is 100% chalim, meaning he's 100% sane, and sometimes he's a shaita, means he's 100% insane. In essence, the way we can describe these two sides of Rebbe Lazar's 
suffolk is do we say that a cherish is of limited das however whatever he does put his mind to is done with 100 clarity or do we say he's completely not of any das but there are certain points in time where he does have 100 clarity but it's not up to him to put his mind to it and the Gemara says my enough you know what's the difference between these two stadim the answer is is he able to divorce his wife with a get if you want to say that he has one standard das and if he puts his mind to it so it's considered to be like he did that with 100 clarity so then the same way he's able to be a woman, he's able to put his mind to it and say, I'm going to be a woman, so too he could divorce her. He's able to put his mind to it and say, I'm going to divorce her, and we would consider that 100% valid Kiddushin and Gerishin. But if you're going to say sometimes he's Chalim, sometimes he's normal, sometimes he's a Shaita, sometimes he's totally not normal, and we don't know when those times are, Kiddushin Matzim Akadish, he could definitely be Makadisher, and then we're going to have to say, Misafik, that that's a Kiddushin de Iraisa, but Gerusha Le Matzim but he's not able to divorce her because we don't know if he's in his time of being 100% sane when he's divorcing her and it might be considered that he's a shaita when he's divorcing her and therefore he wouldn't ever be able to divorce her. So that would be the nafkamina between these two different stadim and Rebbe Lazar. My, which one does he hold like? The Gemara answer is take We're going to have to wait for Eliyahu Navi to come and answer that. And the Mishnah Nishtatis that if they had gotten married and they were totally normal and then she became a shaita, so he's not allowed to divorce her. Amar Yitzchak or Yitzchak says, Dvar Tyrus Shaita Miskareshes. The Midah Iraisa, a man is allowed to divorce his wife if she became a shaita. Midah Avapikachas Balkarcha, just like if he's married to a normal woman, he could divorce her against her will, even though she doesn't want to, he could still divorce her. So too, if his wife's a shaita, he's able to divorce her, even though it's against her will, she doesn't have any das, he's still allowed to divorce her. So Matam Amru and Migareshes, so why is it that Chum said that he's not allowed to divorce his wife if she becomes a shaita? That's because Shalayin Ugubam and Hefker, so that people shouldn't treat her like she's Hefker. The Gemara says, hey, what's the case? That she knows how to guard her get, and she knows how to guard herself so that people don't take advantage of her. Are people going to treat her like she's Hefker? Obviously not. So why can't he divorce her? So it must be, must be that we're talking about a case where she doesn't know how to guard her get, and she doesn't know how to guard herself either. So if that's the case, she really would be allowed to get divorced. The Pasuk tells us, he placed the get in her hand. That's what the Pasuk says. What do we learn from here? She has to have a hand, so to speak, in order to divorce herself. This woman, who's a shaita, she doesn't have a hand to divorce herself. That's because we're talking about a woman who doesn't know how to guard her get. The Pasuk tells us, and he sends her from his house. What do we learn from here? The only type of woman that's allowed to be divorced is if he sends her away from the house and she's not going to come back. Yatsuzu, that excludes this shaita, he sends her away and she comes back. If she's a shaita, that means she doesn't have any embarrassment and she doesn't really realize what's happening to her and she was sent away, but she's just going to come back to her husband even though she was divorced. So how can we say that this type of woman is allowed to be divorced in Midairaisa? So the Gemara says, the whole Kiddush over here is, she knows how to guard her get, but she does not know how to guard herself. Midairaisa, she's allowed to be divorced because she knows how to guard her get. She's still not to be divorced. That people don't treat her like she's hefker. And Rabbi Abayi says they cannot be. That's Meduk also in our Mishnah. They can't be because in our Mishnah regarding her, the Mishnah says Nishtatis that if she became a shaita, lo yaitzi, he's not a divorcer. The Gabi day, but regarding him, when he becomes a shaita, lo yaitzi elamis, it says he's not to divorce his wife forever. Now Why, when we're talking about a woman becoming a shaita, we don't say the word elamis, and why, when the man becomes a shaita, we say the word elamis? One's deraisa, one's derabanan. A woman that becomes a shaita is only not allowed to be divorced mid and that's why we don't use the word Oilamis. But a man who's not allowed to divorce his wife the Oiraisa when he becomes a shaita, that's why it says the word Oilamis. And the Mishnah said, Amr Biyachabinuri. So we had just learned the Mishnah taught that when a woman becomes a Khereshes, the man may divorce her, but when he becomes a Khereshes, he may not divorce her. Rabbi Yechabinuri asked, What's the difference? So Gamar now asked Ibail, who asked the following question, Rabbi Yechabinuri, Ish, Pshito Levi, Isha Was it clear to Rabbi Yechabinuri that the man is not allowed to divorce his wife when he becomes a Khereshes? And the whole question was, Why is he allowed to divorce his wife when she becomes a Khereshes? I don't 
or perhaps it's the other way around. It was clear to him that the woman is allowed to be divorced when she becomes a Cheresh's, and his question is, when the man becomes a Cheresh, why is he not allowed to divorce his wife? So Tashma, we've an attempt to write from a Mishnah what his question was. From the fact that Chamim answered him, there's no comparison between a man divorcing and a woman becoming divorced. A woman could be divorced whether she's willing or even if she's not willing. And a man can only divorce if he's willing to. Clearly, we see from here that his question was regarding the man, so they answered him regarding the man. So Gemara says, No, Adarab, it was the opposite thing that was bothering Rabbi Yechimanuri. Since they also told him in the Mishnah, even this is like her. So we see that he was asking regarding the woman, not the man. What's this referring to? As part of the Chum's answer to Rabbi Yechimanuri, they brought a memo from Rabbi Yechimanuri that Cheresh's Ketana, whose father married her off, that's a Dairaisa marriage, can get divorced mid Dairaisa as well, even after she becomes a Gedaila and she is accepting her get, not her father. So we see their responses regarding the woman, not the man. Clear Rabbi Yechimanuri was asking regarding her, not him. So Gemara says, No, El Rabbi Yechimanuri Rabbi was asking them according to their Shita. He was telling them, according to they say when the man is not allowed to divorce her when he becomes a Cheresh, so the woman is not allowed to be divorced either when she becomes a Cheresh. What's the difference between the woman and the man? So Amrulay, that's why they answered him. There's no comparison between a man divorcing and a woman getting divorced. A man divorcing has to do so with proper Das, and if he becomes a Cheresh, then he doesn't have proper Das, whereas a woman doesn't have to have Das when she becomes divorced, and therefore, even if she's a Cheresh, she can still be divorced. As we just said, we had quoted this memo from Biachim Gurgidah that a Cheresh Ketana, whose father married her off, as we said, that's a Daraisa marriage, she can get divorced mid Daraisa as well, even after she becomes a Gedaila and she's accepting her get, not her father. So Amurava Rava tells us, based off of Rabbi Yechim Gurgidah tells us, the following would be true. Amurla Adim, if a person tells Adim, I'm just about to give this piece of paper, which is a get, to my wife. And then he goes over to his wife and he tells her, Why don't you take this Shtar Chayv? He doesn't tell her it's a get, he tells her it's a Shtar Chayv. And then she takes it, she is divorced. Now, why would that be so? She doesn't know it's a get. She thinks it's a Shtar Chayv. And the answer is because Mila and Rabbi Yechim Gud Gedad, didn't Rabbi Yechim Gud Gedad just say in our Mishnah, that we don't need to have her Das. She could be Chayreshes and she could still be divorced. So, Hachanami, so it's over here, we don't have to have her Das. She doesn't know that it's a get. It doesn't make a difference. She accepted the piece of paper. She's divorced. The Gemara asks Pita, that's obvious. What's the Chiddush over there? Why should he have to tell us this din? The Gemara answers, you might have thought, since he told her, take this Shtar Chayv, that he was being Mavatal the get, even though the words written on it are the words of a get, still by saying that it's a Shtar Chayv, maybe he's being Mavatal the get. Kamashman, the Chedosh is, he said the Batle that if he really wanted to be Mavatal the get, he would have said it to the Edim, and with the Loy Amr Edim, since he didn't tell that to the Edim, and rather he told the Edim that this is a get that I'm about to give to my wife, Loy Batle Vlaimidi, he's not being Mavatal the get at all, and he wants to be a valid get, and the only reason why I said this, he changed between what he told the Edim and what he told her is just because he was embarrassed, but he obviously meant to divorce her. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a sugya of Katon Eichel Nevelis, which we had brought up in the beginning of this daf. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.